Okay. Today's Mishnah Yisharim is dedicated Le'ilui Neshmat Yehuda ben Adel and David ben Nezira. The zikhut of the learning of the Torah and the tzedakah and the shamot shehav and aliyah. So yesterday's Vad, we ended off, we started at the end of the Vad, Yesoid, the Rabdan Segel brings down over here, B'Shem Reb Chatzkel. So I want to go over it and develop it. A very, very important Yesoid. Because basically we were talking about the highest level of Avas Hashem. And we finished reading the paragraph in the Masil Sasharim and we're like, this is like really high in the sky. This is such a uh, tremendous level of Ava. So maybe we have so no shaykhs to it, like we can't even touch it at all. But Rabchatzkel is going to tell us not like that. And let, me, let me read that inside and then explain it to you, okay? So he quotes a Rabbeinu Yoyin over here that says, "Shekol Odom shemekabel alatz melakayim is kol amitzas haterei chutz me mitzvah achas harei ubechlal ora sheloyokim asefa divrei haterei hazos laasos oisom." Okay, and basically Rabbeinu Yoyin said he is soyed. Im yoyma yoyma haever the rabbi. If uh, if the slave tells his master. I'll do everything you ask of me. Zulti Besides that one thing, I'm not going to do. Kvar shover ol adunov meolov. He already broke the yoke of his master. And whatever he does, he's doing it on his own terms. That's not called the eved. Okay. <laughs> Good. So, when it comes to Kiyom HaMitzvahs and staying away from doing Averis, we have to accept the yoke of the Master of Hashem. And we have to be, we are a Metzuvah we are commanded, we are obligated. And we can't say certain Mitzvahs or certain Averis don't apply to us. Then it comes out that even if you're doing 99% of Torah, you're not doing it with the mindset of an Evet. You're not doing it in the mindset of Mitzvah Va'oiseh. Like Rabbi Rucham's Lashon is, you're being Oisik and Tzitkis and Chasidus. That's what you're doing. You're, you're, in your brain, you're being Oisik and Tzitkis and Chasidus. You're not being paying a, a debt that you owe. And the Mela person feels they deserves reward and all the other things that come out from that attitude is a person who is considered, his approach to Torah and Avodah is the animate of voice. Now, this is all pre-Rabchatzko. V'oma moireinu ha-mashgiach. Rabbi Yechatzko Levenstein, Zechreinu Levrocha. Zechat Tzadik Levrocha. Besides for open mitzvahs in the Torah, we also learn in the Svarim great mitzvahs. Even mitzvahs that are extremely high. Even though at your level that you're standing right now, 
you cannot acquire this mila in its completeness. But if you say that whole mile is too big, I don't want to have anything to do with it at all. I raise like Yilushu Meiser Ma'atzmoi Ol Mitzvah Achas Legamrei. It's considered like you took off the all of a mitzvah legamrei. Varei Bechlal Or Chas V'Shalom. And he gives an example. I'm going to explain it. Just stay, stay focused for a second. It's big afkis. Okay. The Kegoyin Ma'ilus Akedusha. Avshe Kedushi Ma'ilal Yoyinu. Kedusha is a massive thing. It means that your entire life and every part of your life, you're doing for a higher purpose. Basically, the complete opposite of taiva. To be that every single part of your life, every inch of your life, is dedicated to a higher purpose is a very difficult thing. But if you don't see to have at least some madrega of Kedusha, it's considered an or. Why? So let's talk about this. This is this is big, and then we'll show the other side of the coin in a minute. Moshe, listen to this. Yesod amok amok meod meod in avodas Hashem. This is benegaya approach to avodah. Okay, we all faced with a certain dilemma. Every single one of us is faced with a certain dilemma. On one hand. If we learn things, if we learn hashkafa, if we learn halacha, if we learn anything that we will learn, automatically we feel obligated to accept to do it. Because we learned it. So we feel right away the achrayas to go ahead and do it. Problem. Some of us have the problems that we actually try to do it, and then it's Virtually impossible. Some people who are perfectionists by nature and they want to do everything right realize that this is going to be another thing that they're going to feel a failure about. Because their lives are full with failures because of the expectations that they put on themselves too high. So Mamela, it's very uncomfortable for them to learn things that are new because they understand that when they learn something that's new, they're going to have to be perfect at it. And if they're not going to be perfect at it, then we're going to be a failure. And that, that's a very negative emotion to have. So other people, the other option would be to be ignorant. Stay ignorant. If you don't know, it ain't going to hurt you. But obviously, that's not going to help you. Because ignorance is no excuse. You should have learned, right? So we're in a, like a stuck between a rock and a hard place. So you'll hear from many people, they'll tell you, listen, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want you to do, be perfect. Learn everything. And when you're ready, you take one mile, and then you go to the next, and then you go to the next, right? That's the standard schmooze you heard, right? But here you're learning that that standard schmooze is a mistake, now here's the oimik. You gotta chop the amkise. That means like this. There's no such thing as I'm not on a level, so now I only have to do a hundred mitzvahs out of the tariyad. Uh-huh. And then when I get more on a level, I'll do 150. 
And when I'm more on a level, I'll do uh, 200, right? So that's how people are portraying it. You start slow, and you do this, and then you do that, and you do that, right? That's a mistake. You have to do kola terakula. Tariyag mitzvah is a shayich to your home mitzvah, right? You have Tariyag evarim, ramach evarim v'shas ha-gidim. Keneged the ramach evarim v'shas ha-gidim of your neshama. And you are a person that's able to do kola terakula. You're built that way. You're built that way and you're obligated to do that. However, this is the oimik. Every single thing in the Tariyag has madregas how to do it. So when we talk about starting slow and going up, it means you could do everything in a small level. And then you go up, you grow. It's like a guy who opens a business, right? When you open a business, yeah? Obviously, if you're going to try to open a business on day one and make millions of dollars, you're going to fall on your face. It's impossible, right? So what do you have to do? You start your business slowly. And then you add customers. You add things. You grow. But the same thing that you do when you're big is the same thing that you did when you were little. Just on a more miniature scale. You understand? So the point of growth, this is a big amkis, because growth means, by definition, you have the thing that you're growing into already. Otherwise you're not growing. Then it's a, then it's a davachodosh. It's not called growing. Right? When you put a seed in the ground, the components of the huge massive tree is already in the seed. It's not something new. It's already there. So growth by definition means that whatever's in the final big massive product already started in the small product. Just it's growing. So when a person, this is a very deep point in Avoidah. Because if a person says, listen, I know my level. So certain things in Avoidah are not shaykh to me. I take it out of my taryag. I take it out of my Shulchan Aruch. I take it out of my Avodah Hashem and I say, one day maybe I'll get there. So then it's not called growing because what you have, you have. And maybe one day you'll create a new thing that's not growing. Growing means it has to have culinary cooling inside of you now. And then you grow your business. That's how it works. Very deep point. But the, what Rabchatskel is adding is that if you don't do that, it's considered error. Because you're not an Eved Hashem, means your whole Avoidus Hashem is fundamentally flawed. You understand? Avoidus Hashem by definition means I accepted the whole thing. Accepted the whole thing. If I don't accept the whole thing, I'm not, then I'm doing it on my terms. I feel I'm ready for this. I don't think I'm ready for that. So now I'm doing what I feel is right for me. Then you are not your whole Avoidus Hashem. Even the good things you do are fundamentally flawed. I, the kasha was, if I'm going to learn everything that it says in the Torah, and I'm going to learn everything that it says in Basil Yesharim, and I'm going to learn everything that it says in the books, and that puts such a tremendous demand on me, it's impossible I'm going to crack, or I'm going to be a failure. So we only had two tzadim. Either accept it, do it, do it right, or don't learn about it. And both are wrong. Elamai, so what was the pshara? So a lot of people thought the pshara was, 
Only accept what you feel you could do. And the stuff that you feel like you can't do, don't accept it. That we're saying is error. That third option is error. You are not an Ever Hashem. You are not Mekayim the Torah. So what we have to explain the third option actually is, yes, I'm Mekayim the whole thing. The whole thing I'm Mekayim. But there's a Mahalach, how to be Mekayim the whole thing in a miniature way. And then I'm grown. So let's try to take an example, okay? It's too abstract for you, Shimon. Listen, listen to an example. Let's say, let's take an example. Right? Kedusha, let's say. He was discussing Kedusha. So Kedusha, if you, if you look in the Svarim, they're gonna define Kedusha in what it really is, right? What's Kedusha? So Kedusha, like we said, is a person, his entire life is only and completely for the higher purpose. That's it. He eats for a higher purpose. He sleeps for a higher purpose. Gets married for a higher purpose. There is no place in his life that's for himself. That means there's not one inch of taiva in his world. Good? Say that? That's a heavy demand. So I may say, Ah, Kedusha is not for me at my age and my state. One day... Down the line, maybe. But not now, right? So then what'd you do? You said, you're not shaykh to Kedusha. That's wrong. So how are you going to have shaykh to Kedusha? So let's say, let's take a Rashi, right? So it says in Rashi, Komokum she'ata moitze geder erva, ata moitze Kedusha. Now it's a shver chazal, because basically what Rashi is saying is, if you put up a fence against Arias, Let's say you have a cell phone for business, you have to have one. And then you put a filter so you don't fall in our eyes, right? That's Kedusha. It's a Kiddush. You have to understand what that means. Because all I'm doing is not being a low life. Not being a low life is not necessarily being holy. That's Rabbi Rucham is grappling with the Chazal. I'm not going to give you a Hezbo it now. But the point is, that if you get there of Arayas, Shom Atom Kedusha. So if you're a Bachar, and you can't understand how you could be Kaddish on the truest sense of Kedusha, but you could understand that you could have Shaykhis to Kedusha by putting in your own nature, you're not allowing your nature and your desire for Arayas to take you over, but you're holding back on your nature, you're going above your nature, because you understand that the purpose of getting married is for building a family, and if you're going to go into the Taiwan Arias world, you're only in that for your pleasure. So to some degree, you are practicing Madrega's Kedusha. So you have Shaykh's the Kedusha. Is Reb Chaim Kanievsky and Reb Leib Steinman and then Reb Gershon Edelstein's Kedusha going to manifest itself the way it manifests in your life? No, not at all. And if they would have a smartphone with a filter, you would say they're a bum, they're not a Kaddish. Ma'atau, same cell phone. But Bishvil Chaim, Olam Shel your veld, in your veld, there's a Mokum to have Kedusha. So a person has to think like that. In everybody's veld, in everybody's world, it's shaykh to tayyah. 
Obviously, there is a concept of an oinus. I'm not going to say not. If a person is a choyle nefesh, there are certain things. Just like if a guy doesn't have an arm, he can't put on tefillin. So there is a musik where people are oinus. And if they're oinus, certain chalakim of Torah, they're not uh, responsible for. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the regular, healthy, young guy who's beginning his career of avodas Hashem. Or anybody for that matter who woke up one day and decided he wants to build a career in avodas Hashem. Could be woke up when he was 30. Could be woke up when he's 40. In Alavai, people should wake up and say, you know what? We have to make a career in avodas Hashem. But at that moment, that you make a decision to, 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 to make a career in avodas Hashem, the person is very overwhelmed. Because it's such an enormous undertaking, you know? And for that reason, many people do not wake up to make a career in Avodah Hashem because they understand that it's an enormous undertaking and it's too hard. So they rather ignore its existence. So now here, that's where the mistake is. The mistake is, Kula is shaykh to us on a level. Everything is shaykh on a level. The Chiddush that we're seeing from Rav Chatzko, the oimek of the Chiddush, is not only like a technical thing, like the way I was explaining it before, that you be'etzem, you should feel good about yourself, you takav shaykh is the kol terikula. This is the shmuz we speak about all the time. But now he's saying that it's a requirement. Because the moment the person feels that he's not responsible for something in Torah, because... His level is not there. So he's saying, that thing is not shayich to me. Then he is arur. Because Ever Hashem says, if you were commanded and called terakul, it means you have shayich to call terakul. Can't get around that. I, why am I not overwhelmed and stressed over that? Because I can find a small place to make it chal. You understand the oimik? That's what he's trying to say. Now what's the flip side? Umeidach. So if on your level you found a place to have shaykhs with Kedusha, then what happens? Now, he's considered a big person. It means how does Hashem define if you're a big person or not? What makes you a big person? It's a contrary to the way the world thinks. The world thinks what makes you a big person is if you look something like Reb Chaim Kanievsky. That's what makes you a big person. Right? But we're learning today that that's not what makes you a big person. What makes you a big person is if you know yourself and you find a way within yourself to have shaykhs, to call it terakula, then you're a big person. You understand? See, the problem today is that we are feeling that we're very little people. Because the way we understand things is very black and white, not with lumbness. Black and white means I read what it says in Mesil Sasharim and I see, wow. I see all the real thing. You show me the real thing. You read the Torah, you see the real thing. You see the, the Mesil Sasharim, you see the real thing. You see the real thing. And you actually see people that are the real thing. Okay, that's the real thing. So what am I? I am not at all the real thing. Not at all. Okay? So therefore, I'm small. And I don't have shaykhs to rave of the real thing. Now, I'll do a little bit. 
I'll do what I can do. Rebbeinu Shlom, I need to ask them what which is 25%, right? 25%. So I'm 75% missing, I'm 25% yes. And that is wrong. No. You are 100% on the miniature level that you are at. So it comes out that you're 100%. It's not 70, 25%. You are 100%. But he's the real thing. I'm not the real thing. No. He is the real thing and you're the real thing. You're the real thing in your matzav. Doesn't mean that, so I, someone's going to make a taina. See, I'm going to tell you how the world thinks. They just think backwards. Right? So you're going to taina. If Yaakov Rari, or all the boys over here sitting here today are going to sit down with an honest look at themselves and see how in a miniature way we could all have shaykhs to call Tarakula, and now, wow, I have Kedusha, I have Anova, I have Chashiva Satera, I have this, I have that, all on my level. And I'm living it in my life. And I'm awesome, right? So people are going to say, ah, then you're not going to shnaik. You're going to be complacent. Because how does the world motivate? The world motivates, shows you everything you don't have, right? This is the real thing. Motivate you to be that, atagurnish, be that, right? That's motivational. But that's wrong. It's not motivational at all. My way is motivational. How do I know? Because it says in Chazal, If you have a hundred dollars, you don't say, ah, hundred dollars, say that. No, you want two hundred. You have 200, you want 400. Naturally, what you have, you want more of. That's natural. You don't even need a motivational thing. If you would sit down and see how you have $100 worth of Kalatari Kula, you're going to want automatically $200 worth of Kalatari Kula. If you're going to have $200 of Kalatari Kula, you're going to automatically want $400 of Kalatari Kula. The Ramam says this, Mufurish, a little different terms, but he says this thing. That once you have, you want automatically. So we don't need motivational skills. We have to know what we have. So, you know, I want to tell you something. The only way to want more, I'm saying amkis, you have to hear amkis. The only way I want more is off what I have. But on what I don't have, I don't really want because it's not part of me. You're motivating me to want to do something, but it's a scam. You can only do more than what you want. I'll give you a marshal. It says, Mishiyesh Leimone writes a Messiah. It doesn't say, Mishiyesh Leimone writes a million dollars. Why not? For the same price, you might as well want a million dollars. Why Dafk, if you write some money, you want Messiah. And if you want, if you have Messiah, you want 400. Why? I have 100, I want a million. Ten million, billion. Teretz is, it's so not shaykh to you that it's not considered a real rotsin. That's called a dream. It's not shalomot. Halomot shebehalomot, the shtuyot. The only thing that you could have real rotsin for is if you have a money, you have a shaykh is the messiah. If you have shaykh is the messiah, you want two ones, right? So if a bochel yeshiva says, Ani rotze liyot, Abchaim Kanievsky. Ani rotze liyot, Abchaim Kanievsky. Are you half Reb Chaim? If you're not half Reb Chaim, you don't want to be Reb Chaim. Only Misha Hatsi Reb Chaim, you to want to be Reb Chaim. 
So don't tell me you should want to be Rabbi Kivega because maybe you'll be a Chavisim Shvos. Ata lo rotzeli yot shum davar that you're not half of that thing. That's Shtein Chazal. Understand? So when you see what you are, then you'll want double of that. Givaldik. And when you double of that, you want double of that. That's the way you grow. Don't make chaloimus and demyoinus. Follow? I say, how do you learn from Gedolim? Ani lo chati gadol, vani lo reva shel gadol, vani lo chaticha acha shel God. So how do I learn from him? I'm not trying to be him. I'm trying to learn from him. That's a big difference. Just like when I read the Ramchal, and he talks about Avas Hashem. I am not trying to be what it said over here. But I'm trying to learn from it. If I understand the concept, and then I say, you know what? How can I be that miniature Avas Hashem? How can I get miniature Avas Hashem? Which I'm going to talk about. Not today, because it's out of time. But if I could say, how can I have that miniature Avas Hashem, right? So if I could look at a Godel, and I can learn things from him, of, of how Kedusha manifests itself in his life, how Avas Hashem manifests in his life, and he, he grew there, he built himself, I can learn from him. I'm not trying to be him, I'm trying to learn from him. I have to be me, but I have to learn from bigger people. Just like when you want to learn Gemara, right? So you can sit down, and you have Seichel, and you can put your head to learning, right? Why do you go to a share for? Because you know that the guy on top of you knows more than you. So what am I, but, but that's his brain, it's not my brain. It tells is a, a, a good market share has to show you how he got to his destination, right? So then you practice that, so you learn how to go bigger. You have to learn from people. Learn from people what? How to get there yourself. So you're learning. You're not trying to copy or be you can't have a true rotsam to be that unless you're halfway there. Follow? But you can learn from anybody. That's a key point. So we, we only did today, we didn't have a chance, we only did the Rabchatskal today. I want to be Mazbit to you, Ava Hashem, or Ava Bechlal. I'm going to do that tomorrow, Belinada. But with this concept, we're basically going to define Ava very clearly. And then we have to find in our little percent, in our little lives, how we can implement that piece of that. Because that's the point of Avoida. The point of Avoida is that we can have Shaykh called Tarkula. So Rabchatzka is really two Chedushim coming out from Rabchatzka. Chedush number one is that if you're not going to take Achrayas to have Shaykh called Tarkula, it's Bechlal Oru. Chiddush number two, it's not only going on the open derises of the Talyag Mitzvahs, it's even going on Milas and Madragas. That's Rebchatzel's Chiddush. Massive Chiddush. But it's also extremely empowering. And it's mummish, unbelievable. Because now you'll see that you could have Shaykhs to call Tarakula and every Milan call Tarakula. And when you finally chop that, you have a mayor. Then you're automatically going to want Mosaim. You don't need any rabbis to give you motivational speeches and Musur and Rahin and Ain. Self-motivated. Self-propelled. What do you think is that, huh? Okay, we stop there today.